We are the Chemical Syndicate, and this is a Batman Podcast. This week, episode 16, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss from a Rose Me, Kill Me. And welcome to the Chemical Syndicate. This is a Batman podcast where your hosts, I'm Shane. I'm David. That's right. Just us serenading you here. That's right. In preparation for us to go over that was right that that was us singing that wasn't the actual song playing that was us singing that's right it Can was you believe that it was us doing acapella yeah you know sometimes we have a little bit of talent to share on these episodes you know sometimes we do sometimes we do sometimes you know you just gotta sing a little acapella <laughs> you know what i mean you're getting softer. <laughs> getting softer when you're just trying to pitch it to these people. Welcome, everybody. Yes, we are the Chemical Syndicate. This is a Batman podcast once again. And uh, we're right back at you. And we're keeping the train rolling with Batman Forever because we just got done talking about two episodes straight of the the background and the production, the reception of Batman Forever. We talked about the movie itself, how we felt growing up with that thing and watching it and loving it and hating it and loving it some more (laughs) and everything underneath the sun when it comes to Batman Forever. Um, But we ain't done yet because today we're talking about the Batman Forever soundtrack. Hell yes. Now, you know when it comes to Batman and soundtracks... It's got music. <laughs> I didn't have a follow-up for that. I'm sorry. I thought I was going somewhere, but I, I didn't. I didn't. Batman and soundtracks go together like ketchup and hot dogs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes two waffles just stick together. <laughs> That's what good, good waffles do. That's what good waffles do. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be talking about the tunes of Batman Forever. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, unlike... Unlike the uh, 1989 Batman film, you know, this was going to be a soundtrack using various artists versus the concept album, like the one Prince had created for the uh, 1989 Batman movie. Um, kind of keeping in, in line with uh, the uh, mandate that Joel Schumacher was given that this movie has to be big. <laughs> this has to be a hit. So they kind of uh, try to put together a, a soundtrack that they thought would also uh, tie in well and have have a lot of uh if not new artists at least some hot artists <laughs> yeah um that's one of the i think that's a great point to bring up because i think it goes in line with like just the changing of the guard mm-hmm. you know not only was the batman forever film missing its previous director with tim burton but it's also missing like its primary you know um composer with danny elfman right yeah so you know and with that being said it's like you know 
the it's funny because like Batman Returns didn't have like a similar concept album like the 1989 movie did. Right. You didn't have Prince come back and make uh, Batman Returns the album, <laughs> and they weren't able to snag Michael Jackson again, or at least attempt <laughs> to snag Michael Jackson to potentially do a, yeah. you know a Batman concept album. So. Yeah, this one's going to be different. And I mean, honestly, I think we touched on this too. Like, how many musicians tackle an entire movie soundtrack? Right. You know, I'm not talking about like, doing the score, composing the score, but like making the music, making the songs, making the music, and right. producing the entire thing like as if it was their own personal studio album. Yeah. Because almost that's none of them. <laughs> yeah, none of that. Almost <laughs> Maybe none of them. Daft Punk did that for, for Tron, Tron. But Tron that was more like the score that they did. You know? Yeah, like that's more the score. Yeah. Um, but most of the times with any of these soundtracks or any of these movies that have come out uh, over the course of God knows how many decades or a century now, mm-hmm. typically you have a, a musical artist that's doing like, you know, maybe the the theme song, yeah. you know, kind of like maybe all maybe. the Bond movies have yeah. like a theme song. There's some, at least uh, an original song made for the movie, you know, exclusively for the movie. Right. Or did that, uh, didn't they do that with uh, Kendrick Lamar and Black Panther? Kendrick Kendrick Lamar produced that soundtrack. Okay. So it wasn't just like him doing stuff on there. It was also yeah. like other artists. Right. So, and then that was pretty cool too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember they said it like music inspired by Black Panther. So it was, might not have been stuff that was fo- featured in uh, Black Panther, but stuff that, you know, is in line with the themes of the movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, it's, it's a different idea. They, are kind of going to, and it's funny because I'm trying to remember how many movies prior to this had a very similar concept where it was, um, what have you, uh, uh, just various artists being like, you know, kind of added to the soundtrack. And I'm sure this was like the, the, nineties, I think was like the dawning of that kind of like, you know, era of yeah. those ideas where, Oh, let's, put out like a compilation album yeah. of all these various artists, you know, and mm-hmm. we'll make money off of that. I have no idea when that started, mm-hmm. um, but I do recall it happening a lot in the 90s and even more in the 2000s. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah. You don't really see it too much anymore, you know? No, not really, especially with uh, streaming services being kind of as strong as they are. Right. And I mean, really the only movie that's gotten away with, uh, or the only franchise that's gotten away with doing something like that and doing it really well, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Totally. Yeah. Those like definitely uh, introduced me to a bunch of songs that I really hadn't listened to or didn't really give enough time if I had heard them before. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it integrated really well into the story. And, uh, you know, some, some soundtracks are just hobbled together, just cobbled together. Um, where it's like, I, I don't really understand, uh, why some of these, you know, songs are on here. This one actually started out like that for me. You know, I kind of always knew the, the big songs, you know, the U2 and Seal. And I never really thought about how any of these songs actually would relate to, <laughs> uh, Batman Forever. But in preparation for this episode, I'm like, oh, wait, there's a lot of like kind of themes and stuff. I think that they were going for. Um, that were, you know, earned uh, each of these songs a place on the um, playlist. Yeah, I mean, you had posed to me an idea that we'll we'll kind of pitch to everybody here momentarily, and it got me thinking a little bit more because honestly, this has never really been any of like at all like my favorite soundtrack yeah. of various artists right. on a movie to yeah. listen to. You know, it's all about the main 
songs. Oh, yeah. It's all yeah. about the main stuff with Seal and U2, <laughs> but like yeah. everything else, uh, you know, I never like even like paid attention. You know, like mm-hmm. I didn't even know like Mazzy Star was on this. <laughs> and I didn't get into Mazzy Star until like many years after. And it's not even because of Batman Forever. It's because of Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not into Mazzy Star. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I'm in the I like I like me some I like me some Mazzy Star yeah, now. I just haven't really listened to anything other than, you know, what's on the album here. But Yeah. But I mean, it's just one of those deals where I had to like kind of like uh think about each track and what they were used for. Because that's the thing, like, there's only, like, there's 14 songs on this album, and only five of them were used in the movie, Mm, two of which were just used for the credits. (laughs) And, you know, and, and like, the other, like, two out of the three songs that were featured during the films were, like, shared in one scene. So they didn't didn't really do themselves any justice of actually, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Integrating them into the... Exactly. Exactly. They missed the mark on that. However, the album is saved by one song. Like, like, that's the thing. That's what's crazy (laughs) about it. Um, And we'll get into that momentarily, because I'm sure you all already know which one that is. (laughs) Um, If you didn't, you're dumb. (laughs) But if you you didn't know that, you're not really dumb. No, you're not. I'm sorry. That's mean. I'm feeling really salty today. You're just fucking clueless. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Just fucking clueless. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be nasty today. <laughs> I just, I, I, it's like, uh, it's like the whole wrestling term of he doesn't know the difference between a, a wristwatch and a wrist lock. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that one before. Yeah, well, now you have. There you go. There you go. You're He's learning all so sorts. Dumb. He don't know the difference between a wristwatch. And a Riz Lock. <laughs> it's a Southern thing. It's a Southern wrestling thing, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah, man. I mean, like, that's the thing. Like this, this uh, soundtrack was saved by one track. <laughs> yeah. One track for this soundtrack, <laughs> and it's funny because I feel like um, I feel like U two was meant to be the focal point. Oh, interesting. And they just weren't. <laughs> well, okay, let's just go ahead and be real. We're we're referencing Seal, you know, Kiss from a Rose, yeah, right? Totally. Duh. Yeah. Yeah, that's duh. the standout. That's that the is that's the standout. For all these years, like... Has think of lasted. Kiss, yeah, you think of Kiss from a Rose, you think Batman, you think Seal, you think Batman Forever. Yeah. It's, it's just what it is. It, it's just the way it happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't... He just made a banger of a song that for some reason captured the zeitgeist like at that time and just left a, a stamp it, it, all these it, years later we're like it truly is it's yeah. truly astounding how like almost like 30 years later this is like yeah. i don't know and, it, and there's a story behind it for sure so we'll, we'll get to that momentarily but like that was obviously the breakout hit yeah but you too was meant to be the focal point um I, I would say case in point being that they had a music video officially made for them with the animation mm, style and everything. Right, yeah. Um, and it's, it was weird because it's because uh, you two started off very like, you know, you know I'm not I'm not a U2 historian. I'm not yeah. I'm not going to say that I'm their biggest fan. However, I do enjoy me some U2 yeah. uh, to the disdain of like some of my homies. <laughs> Dylan, shout out to you, brother. I know you <laughs> fucking hate Bono. You fucking hate U2. Well, guess what? Elevation's a great song. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Beautiful. 
Yeah, it was used for the Tomb Raider soundtrack. Now that's a hit. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. That's right. Now that's a fucking hit. Hello, hello. That's all I got. Anyways, I don't mind you two. I don't mind you two. But they did go through a weird metamorphosis in the 90s. Uh, that I don't mm. think really, I don't know if it worked at Beyond Me, if it did, because I feel like they reverted back to being, I'm going to use quote, I'm going to use finger quotation marks when I say normal in the 2000s, <laughs> uh, but whatever. They, 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 they went through some time period where they're trying gimmicks, mm-hmm. and there was no weirder gimmick than Bono. <laughs> I think I know what you're about to talk about. In his using that onstage character called Mr. McFisto. McFisto. McFisto, that's right. <laughs> A white-faced, devilish character that can be seen in the music video for Hold Me, Throw Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me for Batman Forever. So, uh, you know, upon, like, okay. (laughs) Mac Fisto is, uh, one, it makes me think of the moon guy from McDonald's. I think his name is Mac Tonight. (laughs) Okay. You know, it's like the guy with the sunglasses, but he has a big crescent. Oh, yeah, moon yeah, for yeah. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but Mac Fisto, and then it just makes me think Mac tonight because they're both music related. And like, I, I don't know. I just, I just get a feeling that Bono is going to put a big, like, foam head on top of his own head. <laughs> <laughs> that is his Mac Fisto. Well, you know, like, you know, when you watch, when you watch the music video for, uh, for Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me, and, it, you're not really sure if, uh, hmm, how do I say this? You're just not entirely sure if this is just meant to kind of coincide with it being a Batman-themed music mm-hmm. video yeah. or what. And when I was doing the research, you know, and and, and all that, and it's, it's time learning a little bit more about the Mr. Mac Fisto character. And I'm like, oh, this is legitimate. Like, this is just, that's uh, that's really what he was doing. And then I looked it all up, and I'm like, wow, this is forgettable. <laughs> Right? This is forgettable. It's forgettable because guess what? I didn't know about this. And I know. Yeah. I mean, come on. I want to think I'm a I'm a little in touch. I joke about being out of touch, but come on, I'm not out of touch on old shit like this. <laughs> this should be. This is something that's not joked about enough. I think on the internet. I think like yeah, I, like it, it. It didn't capture the uh, uh, imaginations of people. But like you said, like in this time, you you two is not necessarily. I don't know. I guess, I guess maybe not like as big as they were, maybe even like three or four years prior. Um, and I think that they're like th- this song, you know, the Hold Me, Throw Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. It does feel like a lesser U2 song, even though I still enjoy it. <laughs> well, it's funny because I feel like it's definitely one of their better ones to listen to. <laughs> um, but especially in this in this era, you know, you think of like, before this, I think was what's it, is it Sunday Bloody Sunday? Maybe is that know. is that the name of the thing? Um, Sunday Bloody Sunday. Yeah, that Sunday. one. Yeah, uh, like you know that was a huge hit for them. Yeah, but one, this is not that one love. Yeah, one life. Yeah, you got to. But I don't know. <laughs> this is uh, he's he's trying some shit out. Well, it's, it's, it's the same gimmick though that he used like. This well, not really that exact version of the character, but like his stage presence is kind of like mimicked in like that Simpsons episode, right? Like that whole the, his old getup, what he's wearing. Oh, right, yeah, thing. where it's like it, it yeah, it's like a like, weird bodysuit. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be like his organs and stuff. Is it? I yeah, don't know. That's I thought weird. so. It's weird. Musculature or something. Don't worry, folks. He'll get the help he needs. <laughs> One love. <laughs> Homer getting in beat up. <laughs> that's what it is. One <laughs> 
Why were they broadcasting it? I don't know. <laughs> they had him on the big screen getting beat up. Oh, where do you think you're going? Potato Man, where the hell have you been? <laughs> where the hell have you been? <laughs> it's, you know, it's like, it's it's during a time period where I feel like U2 is not doing anything. Yeah. But it's such a great bit in The Simpsons show. Uh, oh, he's talking about sanitation. And that affects the whole bloody lot of you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow, Homer. Look at you go. (laughs) (laughs) Like nervously dancing. Nervously dancing. Oh, man. Um, Some uh, little specs here about the success of the uh, album is that it definitely made a lot of money, sold a lot of albums, but not nearly as many albums as Prince's Batman album. I mean, come on, yeah. How are you going to expect to compete with that? Somehow, with more artists, (laughs) not just Prince. But uh, it did, however, succeed in going, you know, two-time platinum in the U.S. Oh, damn. Went platinum in Canada. Damn. But in Australia, it only went silver. Actually, no, it was a lie. It went silver in the U.K. It also went platinum in Australia. <laughs> so, you know. When, Sounds like a good day yeah. to me. Yeah. Hey, mate. Get these bloody legends some stubbies. <laughs> you too. And the whole gang on the soundtrack. Bono. I don't know, Zuse, but you seem like a top bloke. <laughs> Get this bloody legend a stubby. <laughs> well, you know, hey, I mean, it, it paid off. I think once again, you know, uh, it goes off of the whole marketing campaign for Batman Forever mm-hmm. and the the level of success that it found just based on the fact that this was, in a way, just a completely brand new Batman movie yeah. with everything attached to it. So I yeah. think... Like we kind of talked about in the last couple episodes, it's like it's like a mini Batmania of what people experienced just six years earlier in yeah. the 80s. Yeah. Um, you just had all these new things going on mm-hmm. and had a lot of curiosity. And I can't say that the soundtrack was something that at the, I guess, really, when you're looking at it on paper, was something that was going to capture a lot of eyes. I mean, yeah. for God's sakes, they ain't got Prince. <laughs> they didn't get Prince for this one. They didn't get any. Yeah. Like, the, I, I would say... Probably the biggest artists on the album have to be U2, right? Yeah, it's got to be U2. It's got to be U2. I mean, that's before I – mean, and by the way, that's not to discredit like all the right. other artists on here because they are tremendous legendary artists. But mm-hmm. at that time, that moment in 1995, yeah, questionable. U2 is a big dog. U2 will – yeah, they're the big Top dog. dog. Top dogs. Um, before we start breaking down the uh, track listing here though – David's got a little something fun that he wants to keep everybody yeah. in line with as we kind of go through these tracks and share some of our That's thoughts right. and opinions and the, uh, you I'm know. Keep you all in line. Yeah. <laughs> Lay it on us. Lay it on us, buddy. So uh, we had talked about in the Prince episode that Prince uh, assigned each track to a, a character. You know, some tra- tracks were for Batman, some tracks were for uh, Joker, um, some maybe even for Vicky Vale. So I thought it might be fun. To even though you know I, I I don't think any of these tracks are assigned to a character <laughs> or were picked because they uh, were evocative of a certain character, um, I thought it'd be fun to go through each song and just kind of assign them to a character that we think uh, fits the the song the best or the song fits the character the best. Um, and I think it'll be fun to just kind of get into each song. Like for me, it was like looking at the lyrical content of each song and trying to. Uh, match that up with characters and then also like trying to 
take into uh, uh, consideration like the actual sound of the the music that's being played. Um, and it was a way in for me on this soundtrack too to just like enjoy it even more because <laughs> like you know obviously this is this isn't the Prince soundtrack where I'm gonna be listening to it all day every day for like weeks beforehand <laughs> before we record, but uh, listening to it a few times like I was like. There's a lot of cool guitar stuff on here. I like that. It's <laughs> fun, fun. Uh, it's fun a songs. What I learned uh, from listening to the album as many times as I possibly could. One, I agree. I didn't listen to this nearly as much as I, I pretty much regularly do with the Prince Batman album yeah. on my free time. But I did get enjoyment from it being this time capsule of a soundtrack. Yeah, like this felt very much like of its time. Right, mid '90s, pure. Yeah. Like and it's got a variety of like, uh, um, how should I say? It's it's a variety of different like uh, genres. Yeah, yeah. There's there's R and B. There's rock. There's uh, there's like there's electronic hip hop. Yeah, there's hip hop. Um, there is like a a certain um, like raveness to the <laughs> soundtrack. Um, a co- couple couple tracks that make me think. I think I talked about this in the last couple episodes too, about like that rave culture that I think George right. Schumacher kind of brought uh, a little bit of that aesthetic into the movie. I think that kind of comes across on the soundtrack too. Oh yeah, big time. So yeah, I mean, uh, and then when David had posed the idea of like, okay, figure out which song you think relates to which character. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. And same thing. I, I had to like, when listening to some of these songs on one of the, one of the go rounds on listening to it. Mm-hmm. I'm terrible at like understanding lyrics. It's not that I can't hear it. It's just, I don't remember it <laughs> most of the time. I'm, I'm, I'm really dog shit at that, <laughs> but it made it more fun because I would have to look it up and be like, yeah, who would this like go in line with? You right. know? And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Lyrically it's like, okay, I get a sense of who this might, you know, for me, who I interpret this could belong to. Yeah. Some were a little bit more obvious than others. Yeah. You know, and uh, we'll kind of get into that here in a bit. Um, but yeah, no, it was a fun little, uh, fun little challenge here that David threw at me, and we extended to you guys as well as we run down the track listing and share with you our thoughts on that. But hey, list if you haven't already listened to the album, take a pause, listen to the album, and then kind of yeah. join us uh, interactively while we. You know, yeah. Figure you listen out to each song as we go through. <laughs> yeah, figure out, yeah. Listen <laughs> We're gonna to try song. to time it out so that we talk for a, the exact length of each song. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. But no, yeah. I mean, do what you guys want. But uh, if you want to play along and uh, listen to this album and figure out, man, what does this song belong to? Oh, you know who belongs to Alfred? <laughs> and maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. So. Let's get on with it, man. Let's start off with uh, what I really think was meant to be the focal point of this whole soundtrack, as uh, I had referenced a little bit ago. But first up on the track is Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me by you 2 Bang, 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 Y'all heard that before. Y'all, y'all done that. Y'all done that, right? Y'all, y'all know about that? <laughs> Yes, yes. So uh, this was definitely featured in the movie. It was the, uh, once the credits hit, it was the first song you heard yeah. in the credits. So got and a little shine up, there. All hyped up on that Batman, and then U2 comes in. To That's right, just as Batman and Robin. That's right, when Batman and Robin are just running off to go fight crime, <laughs> yeah, U2 is going to get going immediately after. going to hold you, thrill you, kiss you, and maybe kill you. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> 
You're dead. You're dead. You've been kissed and you're dead. And you're dead. I'm going to hold you. <laughs> and it was a thrill to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know what's, you know what I, I'm going to say? Like, uh, we had, I think I had hinted at the idea that, you know, I mean, the idea that a, had a, that, that, you know, back in the day, for many decades leading into this, that there is movies where there's like songs that were inspired by the movie. And I referenced the Bond films because I feel like that's really notable to me as when artists are involved in a film project. And that literally, like if you're involved in a Bond film, you're literally making a song for the movie and it's for the opening sequence. Yeah. Um, I don't really think I touched base on this like when we were talking about Batman Forever, like the movie, but I always had this idea that, well, they got away with changing out Michael Keaton for Val Kilmer. Yeah. And, I mean, little did they know at that time they would have to do that very much again <laughs> right away for the next movie. But I always had, like, this idea, you know, this impression that, oh, maybe they kind of felt like, maybe the studio felt to themselves, man, we could, you know, make, make these Batman movies kind of like James Bond, you know, where oh, okay, there's yeah. no necessary timeline. You could just keep making them, churning them out, and yeah. it'll be these, like, you know, kind of legacy hits. Yeah. And to have, like, you know, Prince do that first, uh, you know, the first album. Then you had, like, Susie and the Banshees do a theme, you know, the the, the song for, or whatever, the the, the song for, uh, you know, face-to-face for uh, uh, for Batman Returns. Mm. So maybe they're just thinking they can kind of keep that going with these other movies. Yeah. You know, with Batman Forever, they're utilizing you too. They want to have this exclusive song made for them. Yeah. That's the impression that I had. And knowing, you know knowing what we know now because obviously this is not the hit <laughs> and it's funny because it just seems really sad that it never was going to be yeah in the long run but you can tell there was a lot of like you know interest behind it yeah i mean it's placement in the in the end credits to be like the first thing that pops up after the movie um that's that's pretty prominent you know place to put the the uh, a song um so they're definitely trying to make it happen, as they say. <laughs> yeah, they're really trying to put the power behind it and the impression behind it that yeah. this is this is the song of the movie, guys. Not yeah. uh, not that lovey dovey song that you heard, <laughs> uh, you know, later that you're gonna hear later on. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, like they actually put money into it. They made a music video for it, mm-hmm. or it's like <laughs> featuring Bono's little stage character, Mister <laughs> Mac Fisto, and they're doing like the you know it's 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 like this animated you know kind of uh, music video with some clips from like the movie okay and it's you know, did you watch it uh no i didn't watch really it. okay yeah, I, I may have seen it in the past but i didn't i, didn't I watched it a bunch leading into this <laughs> and just freaked myself the fuck out <laughs> a little bit <laughs> a little bit, a little bit here, man <laughs> changed the way i think of the world <laughs> um but no it's just you know it's an animated like music video with his mac fisto character yeah bouncing off the walls doing shit and mm. uh just you know, a lot of Batman imagery. Yeah. Really weird because, you know, it's putting Bono at the forefront, of course, um, as the lead guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where they really did invest in this to a point where I think there was like discussions between like, uh, Bono and Joel Schumacher to have him actually make a cameo in the movie. That's right. Yeah. I remember reading about that. And, you know, Schumacher was like super enthusiastic about the idea. And mm-hmm. in an interview, I was able to get a quote here where he says, uh, I thought I could have had I could I'm sorry, let me start out over again and botch. Cut that. <laughs> edit that out. Nah, keep it in. I want the I want the truth out there. Um he, he said in an interview, I thought I could have him standing on a piano in costume as Mac Fisto. 
Schumacher revealed, but I wasn't sure it would work out for him to sing an entire song <laughs> and advised him the idea wasn't a good one for him. He agreed. <laughs> so Bono wanted to sing a whole song? I think, well, it, I don't so think Bono. I think, sounds... I think that was just the idea, but I don't know if Bono came up with that. Oh, okay. Because yeah, in that quote, it sounds to me like Bill Schumacher wanted him to be like on a piano just in the background. Yeah. And then Bono wanted to sing a whole song. <laughs> and then Bill Schumacher was like, well, I don't think we can hit a whole song in here. Right. But, uh, and then Bono says, you know what? I'm out then. <laughs> I won't bloody do it. You know what, mate? I'm out. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, um, I don't think, I don't think, I, I say this as if I'm struggling to understand the truth. Uh, <laughs> the well, reality, we don't know the truth. We don't know the truth. And quite frankly, I can't handle the truth. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's kind of a weird thing because why would it be Bono's idea? I'm sure maybe it was mentioned, but like, look, let's be real. In a Batman movie, look, Prince couldn't even get a whole... <laughs> Prince didn't even appear in the goddamn movie. And he sure as shit didn't sing a whole song in the movie. Uh, the Joker definitely performed <laughs> one of his songs for him. But like, come on, like... I could believe him appearing at like that uh, the Nigma uh, event. Oh, the gala, yeah, the gala, yeah. And I could imagine him like hanging out because they had that weird neon, yeah, boring ass band <laughs> pretending to play instruments. Yeah, um, you could have had Bono. you too. Just have all of you two there. It could have been you two there. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, that would have been an idea. But that might, could, have been ta- that, that might have taken people out of the movie though to be like, what the edge is there and. Well, they didn't even have to. Bono? They wouldn't even have to play the whole song. They could just do like literally like you can cut to the scene and it could be like you know uh, like the camera zooming yeah. shot into the gala and yeah. it could be them already like you you're already hearing the music yeah but you get to see them perform a little bit maybe it's towards the end of it yeah he hits like the main chorus yeah and then fast track to the end and mm-hmm. then everybody's cheering and then move on to the rest of the movie it could have yeah. been that yeah it doesn't have to be overthought don't have to overthink I think I, that, it I think that still would have taken me out of the movie I think it would have no, been like, wouldn't. what huh. I think you're wrong. Don't you tell me what I, what takes me out of the movie? What doesn't? <laughs> Don't you dare tell me what takes me out of the movie, okay? Um, but they, they could have been a, a bunch of other ideas. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Schumacher. There's like, I mean, they didn't really with, want to do it. At the end of the day, they just didn't want to have him dressed up as Macphisto and try to put that over. So whatever. So Schumacher's trying to uh, take a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. you know, I just don't. Don't expose that character more than you need to. <laughs> so on second thought, let's not do this. Agreed, mate. <laughs> but yeah, we were robbed of a Bono cameo in Batman Forever. Oh, Cry me a fucking river. Wait, that that was sounded mean. That was mean. <laughs> wow. Was that mean? Is that mean to Bono? No. Eh, he's Because you really me. meant it. You really want to cry you you want them to cry you a river. Yeah. Because it's so sad. It is. It is a little sad. Because Bonner didn't get to be in Batman Forever. He missed out on a big payday of being featured in a Batman movie, though. And Mac Fisto could have taken off if he was featured in a Batman movie. This is true. They could have got him back for Batman and Robin. He could have been the villain in Batman and Robin. <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to reveal who you yes. think? Oh, okay. Speak no more. <laughs> Consider these lips shut. <laughs> uh, so for me, I think this song is a Batman song. Mm. I think it's a big old hero song. Um, so the the song itself is supposed to be about uh, a rock star and like life as a rock star and and the just the things that you get into <laughs> as a rock star. <laughs> and I think Batman is Gotham's rock star. What do you think about that? Huh? I mean, huh? 
<laughs> was I going to, did you really think I was going to be against you on that? <laughs> well, I was. Oh, shit. That's right. Big twist. You're wrong, David. Um, I'm not done yet. <gasps> <laughs> but like, yeah, so some of the lyrics, uh, you know, like the first verse could almost be like Batman, uh, like seeing a villain or seeing like a thief or something. It says, you don't know how you took it. You just know what you got. Lordy, you've been stealing from the thieves and you got caught. So Batman is telling him, hey, man, you've been stealing. <laughs> you don't know how, how you took it. You just know that you got caught. But guess what? Here I am in the headlights of a stretch car, Batmobile. Mm. You're a star. So he like, you know, pulls up the Batmobile on this dude, catches him stealing in the headlights of the Batmobile. I'm going a little literal on these. I'm cool with it, though. I'm digging it. And Somebody then, had to. Somebody had to go deep on this. I think verse two is more about Batman himself. And it's uh, dressing like your sister, living like a tart. So now you have to go a little abstract on this. Dressing like your sister, living like a tart, I think is just uh, like a metaphor for wearing unusual things. Batman is wearing an unusual costume. Living like a tart. Uh, he's not living like a tart, but he's living not in a normal way. I mean, you know, Bruce is a bit of a hedonist at times. Yeah. His Playboy persona. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. They Oh, they don't know what you're doing, babe. It must be art. So, like, you know, people are not, it's not everybody is in line with what Batman does, you know? And so they don't know what he's doing, but like Joker, it's an art. <laughs> uh, you're a headache in a suitcase. You're a star. Headache in a suitcase. I remember all the, uh, like Christian Bale saying that he would get headaches in his Batman cowl. Mm. And so maybe Batman is talking about the suit itself, feeling like a suitcase and giving him a headache. Let's see here. I think that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not bad. Uh, David, that's a lot of input. I did, I, did not, I didn't put a lot of effort into that, in my answer. But what I like about yours is, uh, lyrically speaking, you found a lot of connections there to Batman that I definitely did not hear on my end whatsoever. Um, that's pretty dope, though. Yeah. That's pretty good, that's pretty good uh, stuff you put together for, for this track. When, when you start thinking about, like, it being Batman, like, more stuff just kind of, like, falls into place. So, like, verse three is, uh, you don't know how you got here. You just know you want out. Believing in yourself almost as much as you doubt. You're a big smash. You wear it like a rash star. So that could be, like, his conflict, Batman's conflict of being, yeah. like, I like being Batman, but it's also... Uh, horrible life to live <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it's both things for him uh and then verse four talks uh says they want you to be jesus they'll go down on one knee but they'll want their money back if you're alive at 33 and you're turning tricks with your crucifix you're a star oh child uh so there's just again the love hate thing that sometimes gotham has with batman where sometimes the general population will think he's bad for <laughs> for Gotham and uh you know they, they might be cheering him on one moment but the second he does something that is not you know that doesn't jive with yeah them. then then you know he's out yeah 
That's a lot of <laughs> a lot of connectivity there for uh, for Batman there. I went a little deep on some of these songs, so it might be like that for almost everyone. <laughs> so I, I think you might be right in that assessment though about yeah. this being, you know, Batman. Now for me personally, like initially listening to it and trying to pay attention to it and understanding the lyrics as best as I can, I wasn't exactly sure who this represents, mm. uh, character wise. So like I always felt like in a way that it could have it could represent Riddler and Two Face, but mm. that's very naive. Because I feel like by the end of the uh, music video itself, it finishes off like towards the end where the Macfisto character is like tearing off his outfit, revealing that he's Batman. But then Batman would r- rip off his suit and reveal Macfisto, and it repeated itself until the video like was nearing the Whoa. end. So I think at the end, it's like I'm thinking like, okay, I think this should be a song about Batman, especially like mm-hmm. with the 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 title of the song alone right. seems very much in line with like the hero of the story yeah, and what's going on and all the, you know, like, you know, it's, it's the hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me. It's like, you know, these are all things that Batman does. These are all Batman does. <laughs> uh, I Except, don't really, well, I guess, no, I guess he kills in this one too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but no, people are trying to kill him. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kill me, you know, people are trying yeah. to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And, uh, and obviously people are trying to kiss him. Yeah. So people are trying to hold him too. Yeah. Like the goons. The goons. Yeah. Hired goons. And I mean, the thrill is like everything he does. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't have anything as extensive as that because you're brilliant and you understand <laughs> music way better than me. But, uh, yeah, I was a little unsure. But when I watched that music video, I'm like, you know, it's it's about Batman. Yeah. You know, like a lot of it's all very much like heroic themes and mm-hmm. uh, what's going on. So yeah. And the music itself is more kind of not necessarily heroic, but more like pump you up. Yeah. You know, and it's got like the strings in there too. And yeah. So next up though, track number two, One Time Too Many by PJ Harvey. This was a song that I really like the guitar part. <laughs> it's got a real, <laughs> nice, do. real nice sludgy kind of guitar part, which is very cool. Um, but uh, this one, I believe, is a Riddler song. Oh. Um, this one is uh i think it has to do with riddler's obsession maybe you know more of a mr e enigma song than a mr e enigma edward enigma <laughs> but the lyrics are like very, there's very few lyrics in this uh, it's he sees me so clearly come over and get my number he'd come around he'll break down say baby don't ever leave me uh you please me you tease me one time too one time too many. <laughs> uh, so I think it's, you know, uh, Edward is, uh, you know, has created this whole relationship with Bruce in his head. And I think, you know, when, when, when Bruce says, you know, I can't fund your, your thing, that's when that's like the, you please me, you tease me. One time too many, that's where he breaks. Mm. But all this other stuff is, uh, he sees me so clearly, I feel like Riddler would think, like, me and Bruce have a special relationship. He personally hired me. <laughs> you know, like, in his mind, he thinks that Bruce personally hired him. Um, let's see, he'd come around, he'll break down, say, baby, don't ever leave me. This is just stuff that I think, like, uh, Nygma would just, like, like to think Bruce would come around and, and 
want to be around around him. But he he denies him in one <laughs> <laughs> one particular area, and that's uh, being teased one time too many. All the sex that he wishes he could have with his boss. That's right. Nah. Psychosexual bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you think that's about Edward Nigma? <laughs> you fucking idiot. You fool. <laughs> Look, I'm banking this that it's all for Dr. Chase Meridian. Because there's no one who got teased more by Batman oh, really? than Dr. Chase Meridian. You think so? I think so. All right. Hit yeah. me with some knowledge, man. That's all I got. Oh, he, that's it? He, I mean, he gave, <laughs> he gave her a little bit of a taste. That's uh, that's about it. And then, you know. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't break this down as, as well as you did. I'm leaving um, I'm leaving all the expertise to you on that one. <laughs> um, the, uh, I mean, there's there's obviously multiple, you know, the, you know these can be applied to almost almost any character. I feel like mm-hmm. most of these, because, you know, a lot of them are kind of like love songs or having to do with relationships. Yeah. A lot of them you could just attribute to either Chase or Bruce or to their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did try to, like, when I started going through, I was like, oh, wait, like all these songs are that, <laughs> pretty much. I was like, okay, let me go, let me see if I can look at it like a, in, a, in on a separate angle and find, like, where some of these, you know, other motivations that are coming from. Well, so some of my logic and some of my yeah. like connecting is going to be real tenuous. It's going to be like real like ah what? <laughs> whoa, 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 what? But I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to find something that might be um not not thought of, you know, like not not a I don't know. I'm trying to go like one I'm trying to go around a corner and look at it from a different angle, maybe. What, what if we're both wrong? <laughs> and, uh, and what if this belongs to, like, the security guard? <laughs> it's Batman. Batman. Yay. It's boiling, boiling acid. It's a trap. He was trying to protect Batman. My hearing aid. <laughs> Thanks. And you know the song's just about him wanting to get his hearing aid back. That could be it. Yeah. Or uh, alternatively, it's about both Harvey Dent and Two Face. Oh shit! Not because he has to be, because <laughs> he chooses to be. But he also he has to be. <laughs> uh, this song was not featured in the movie at all. That's it, true. Do you feel like it could have had a place? Um. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess, like, from w- how I was thinking of it, you know, you could place it in when Bruce goes into the into the Wayne Tech uh, laboratory and meets uh, Edward for the first time. That'd be a real, that'd be a hell of a like rock house jam right there. You're gonna have to you have to cover that someday. <laughs> Next up, we've got uh, track number three here. Where Are You Now by Brandy. 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 You're a fine girl. <laughs> what a good wife you would be. But my life, my love, my lady is the sea. And Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I always like that. Uh, this is a tangent, but I was like mm-hmm. Kurt Russell's delivery on that. My life, my love, my lady <laughs> is the sea. That, that, and he's say, he's saying it like as as the, the song, song is playing. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not gonna get stuck on guards, <laughs> although we could. Man, love those movies. Um, 
Yeah, uh, this was featured in the movie. It was actually during the second half of the scene where Dick Grayson reveals himself to some Batman groupies. Right. Played by In Vogue. Surprise. Yeah. I never knew that until you told me that in the last last couple episodes, man. Um, But uh, this is when he's like, going for a little ride. uh, Yeah, going for a little ride. I love my team, baby. It's so fucking corny, dude. <laughs> God, I hate that scene too, man. I really hate that scene. It's so ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah. It's played like literally like it's because it starts off with uh, another song that we'll talk about here momentarily, but then it transitions to that. And it's so, it's the, the volume on that song is so low. Like you can yeah. barely tell that that's the song. It's, it's almost as if he's listening to it in the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And and really, it almost sounds like something completely different if you're not paying attention. It just sounds yeah. like background noise, right? Which is unfortunate because I actually I I enjoyed this track a lot. Me too. This is it's another a one smooth jam, dude. This is one where like again the guitar part really grabbed me. The uh, uh, let's see if I can think how it goes. It's like dang 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 gang gang gang. It's a re- it's real cool like funky kind of yeah kind of single note guitar. Yeah, it's got a funk and, note to it. Um, yeah. also lyrically, I think Brandy sounds wonderful. So yeah. Um, she's got a great voice. She does. One other cool fact, I don't know if you knew this, but this song was, do you know who this song was written and produced by? Uh, no. Who? Lenny Kravitz. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Good for him. Getting, oh, good for him. Oh, good for him. Good for him. He's just producing a Brandy track. Just trying to lead new talent to prosperous beginnings. Oh, good for you. We're done professionally. <laughs> uh, so awesome, Lenny Kravitz. We're done professionally. <laughs> he might be a nice guy, but we're done. We're done professionally. <laughs> so uh, you know who I who I thought this character, who the character I thought was associated with this song. Who? Uh, Edward Nigma. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Well, I mean, you know, it, it, kind of lyrically speaking, it's like. Where's the man I've come to know? Where, where the uh, with the heart I thought was gold, you just turned me out and walked out the door. How could you just be so cold? What a hard and heavy blow! Now I'm lying here alone on the floor. Oh, that's when he got turned down for his, uh, yeah. his big ideas, big you know meeting and all that. I like that, man. Yeah. So that part, lyrically speaking, I was definitely into. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'd I'd go with that. I'd say I'd say that's a good. Uh interpretation on that um but the real answer is uh, oh <laughs> the real answer yeah, he's, he's about to lay the hammer on my shit here <laughs> uh no i i i i went a, a little more conventional on this one and i i said this is chase talking to uh bruce okay bruce batman uh bruce because batman. bruce batman batman bruce um so no uh <laughs> It's no Roger Egypt, right? <laughs> <laughs> that famous <laughs> film cricket. That famous film cricket, Roger <laughs> Egypt. Um, you know, the, like the the first verse, you came into my world, a little boy without a girl. Uh, you just smiled at me. I knew it was on. We spent weeks that were a blur. We made love so sweet and pure. Then I knew you were gone. So... You know, this sounds a lot like Eddie and Bruce. Yeah, I, I mean, it, 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 it definitely does sound very much like uh, Riddler and Bruce. But uh, I don't know. I, I kind of went with like a little boy without a girl. Like I feel like she's you know seeing Batman as a little boy <laughs> who doesn't have uh, 
you know, any romantic, you know, inclinations or anything like that. Um, and they had a great time together. Um, but then, then I knew you were gone. Like he, he didn't really leave other than being a little emotionally distant, you know, when he meets her as Bruce. Um, let's see here. Where's the man I've come to know with the heart I thought was gold. Maybe that's her when she thinks that Batman, you know, that she likes Batman, but then she kisses him and she's like, you know what? Actually, I like Bruce. <laughs> so like maybe she has that thought, where's the man I've, I've come to know, mm-hmm. uh, when she kisses him, uh, Although this next part doesn't really work. Because <laughs> then, then they say, you turned me out and walked out the door. I mean, he didn't, Batman never really turned her out. <laughs> he never like loved her and, and left her, you know? Uh, how could you be so cold? What a hard and heavy blow. Now I'm lying here on the floor alone. So like what you were talking about. Um, tran- so it transitions into an Edward Nygma song. <laughs> there you go. Um, here's, here's the thing that I think solidified for me that it, it might be Chase talking to Bruce uh, Bruce Batman <laughs> slash Batman. Um, Bruce Batman. Uh, are you in another place or behind another face? So those two lines. Are you in another place when he has the um, you know the the rose falls onto the floor and he has that flashback and you know she's trying to talk to him like Bruce. You know you're you're having a I don't know I forgot what she says. You're having a flashback or you're re- you're re- you're reliving past memories. And don't don't fight it, you know, kind of thinking like, are you in another place? Because she's trying to figure yeah. out, you know, where's where's that, or behind another face when she finally know, you know, figures out that he is Batman, you know, is is he, what face does he have on? Is he Batman? Is he Bruce? You know, yeah. What is this? Um, I like the concept though of like telling somebody like, hey, you're having a flashback right now, right? <laughs> Dude, stay with me, man. All <laughs> stay right. with me. You're having a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> you're having a bum trip, man. <laughs> Um, and then where are you now? Are you just a mental case? Which, you know, she's basically his, his doctor, <laughs> his psychologist, basically, psychiatrist. There's no, uh, code of ethics there in Gotham when it comes to like, uh, doctors seeing their patients. <laughs> or are you, uh, or did you just slip into an empty space? Where are you now? So, yeah, I, I, I feel like it's, it's t- to me, um, Chase, Especially, I think with that last uh, verse, mm. it's like Chase talking to Bruce and trying to sort through like his trauma and his emotional issues, and trying to figure out: Are you talking to Batman? Are you talking to Bruce? Uh, you know, are you in? Are you in a what, what are they? In, in an empty place, falling into the cave. You mm. know, I don't know. <laughs> There's some some stuff that's a little tenuous, but. Uh, that's that's my story. I mean, that's the dangerous thing about like trying to interpret lyrics for a Batman movie. It's yeah, like, uh, and also you're, like you're, re- you're reaching, but you have for, a little bit of a better reach than I do. <laughs> well, I mean, the other thing too is like you know these songs. Not all these songs were written specifically for <laughs> this movie. So like we're we're both trying to really just kind of stretch. I mean, and that's kind of the, yeah, and that's kind of the big difference with like the Prince Batman album is that that dude made the majority of those songs. <laughs> yeah. for that movie. Yeah. Yeah, and they they may have been songs that were like partially already there, but he definitely like put references to Batman and Gotham City. <laughs> All is well in Gotham City. I mean, that's yeah, clearly. Yeah, like I mean, or Vicky's Batman. waiting. I mean, yeah, Vicky's waiting. Yeah, yeah, Party Man. And Party Man, you know, Party Man. Yeah, he he made that he made that about Jack, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he met Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. He's a lot of his songs were 
either inspired by the uh, uh, just overall the idea that he's making an album for Batman, yeah, or elements of the movie, yeah. elements of the characters, or elements of the actors portraying the characters. Yeah, that was fun. This one's a bit of a it's well it's way different because these are artists that were probably approached and asked like, hey, can we use this song in your in your movie? And they're like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Case in point, this next artist here. Uh, and quite frankly, probably the main event of the entire soundtrack, oh, yeah. the main event of this whole entire episode. <laughs> I'm talking Kiss from a Rose by Seal. There used to be. I forget the rest. You remain. <laughs> Oh man. Um again it's 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 a song that like you know for a certain age of person if you go into a bar and it's playing like anybody our age or you know older maybe even a little bit younger when that when that baby comes in man everyone's screaming baby. <laughs> Everybody's into the baby. <laughs> I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the grave. Ooh. <laughs> It's a banger. It's However, great. I didn't always think it was a banger. I, I hated yeah. it actually when it came out. Oh, okay. as a kid, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm like, I'm a nine year old boy. Yeah. I'm not into this. <laughs> I want this. Doesn't sound like Batman. Well, then again, I had no frame of reference for that right. understanding. Prince just did an album. And back then, I surely didn't understand Prince as a nine year old. Yeah, I didn't understand Susie and the Banshees for Batman Returns. No. I don't understand Seal for Batman Forever. I did, however, understand Smashing Pumpkins for Batman and Robin. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I was a developing young man. I was not very keen on the arts. I was yeah. not very open to different things that could just sound good and be in. You know, you know. It, it's just whatever we all interpret. Yeah. I was not into this. I was not into this being a huge hit for Batman. <laughs> I was not. In, I was not interested in seeing this this guy just flowing through the wind in front of the bat signal for the music video. But with that being said, time has proven me wrong, and I'm okay with that because "Kiss from a Rose" is a gem of a song yeah. that brings joy to the masses all these years later. Yeah, I mean, you know, like like we just said, you go to a bar. If this song's you know playing, people are jamming to it. Yeah, if you're with some homies and you play it, you're singing <laughs> along to it. It's just such a fun song to get into, and it's a sweet song. It's very nice. So yeah, um, and we're not done talking about it yet. We're just getting started here. <laughs> um, one thing to point out is, of course, this is featured in the movie, but it's the second half of the end credits yeah. that you get to hear it. Mm-hmm. Not the beginning. You would think after Batman and Robin triumphantly run in, you know, from the <laughs> bat signal onward to fight some crime, you would think it would start with no, no, you gotta wait for that. You gotta yeah. wait for that. And even then it was a shorter version of it, which really was a right. bit of a boner killer. So <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Um the funny thing is this song was released a whole year earlier oh. than the soundtrack. Did you know that? Damn, no. You're telling me some shit. So it was released on Seal's uh, second self-titled album that came out in May of 1994. Oh, damn. I know that, like, it was... I, I, I had I had known that Seal released it and that, you know, it was put on the soundtrack, too. Um, I didn't know that they were so far apart, though. I didn't realize that oh, yeah. he had released it a whole year before. You want to hear something that's even more mind-bending about the whole history of no, Kiss I from don't. a Rose and Seal? No, I'd, I'd rather not. No. 
I'd rather just end everything right now. <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the uh, Chemical Syndicate. This was a great episode. (laughs) 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 We're finished today, guys. That was was a short run. That was the shortest episode to date. We should be so lucky. (laughs) Well, I'm going to lay it on you anyways. Yeah, hit me with it, man. So this song was written as far back as 1987. Oh, damn. Mm -hmm. And after writing the song, Seal felt, quote, embarrassed by it and (laughs) threw the tape in the corner. (laughs) <laughs> and seal did not present it to the producer uh for his uh his, his uh, second album uh trevor horn and goes by the name of that uh until essentially the recording sessions for his second album uh and in 2015 seal said of the song quote to be honest i was never really that proud of it though i like what trevor did with the recording he turned that tape from my corner into another 8 million record sales and my name became a household name. I mean, that's true. So even so, to this day, he doesn't really like it? Is that what he's saying? I, I think at the time when he had to resort to probably using it yeah. for the uh, for his second album, it sound, like the way I interpret it is that he wasn't really too keen on use, using it. It just sounded like, well, I've got this recording. I mm-hmm. If we need to fill this album up with like another song or whatever, I've got yeah. this. And then... I guess, you know, uh, the producer just did a few tweaks to it, yeah. gave it a little bit of more spice and uh, added it to the album. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like upon its like, you know, initial release and to quote this, like the way that Seal says it, it went into the charts at number 60 and dropped to number 80 something next week. And that was the end of it. It was over. <laughs> oh, it's not over, Seal. <laughs> Seal, it ain't over. Because Joel Schumacher had reached out to him and requested to use one of his songs for a love scene in the movie and opted to use it at the end credits instead. Because there was no love scene, really. There was no love scene, no. I mean... I mean, you could say the... Maybe, maybe they were planning on a love scene during the uh, the midnight rendezvous between Chase and Batman. Yeah, that could have been a weird possibility. I mean, the thing is, how are you going to fit that into the to this kids movie ba- i mean yeah that's it's the thing. yeah How not essentially a, a kids movie but it's a kids movie yeah yeah i mean i don't know it's tough like you, there's you a love, get, technically a love scene in uh first batman i mean they, they don't show it they well, show no, they it right before it and i guess they show right after it yeah yeah <laughs> they don't show the coitus they yeah. just you know this isn't the eternals oh, it's God. the post coitus yeah exactly this isn't eternals <laughs> god damn oh i forgot about that all that humping in the eternals <laughs> oh i forgot about that it was such a boring sex scene, too, man. <laughs> you boring me, you Boring. Although, technically, it was their first time, I yeah. would assume, in that movie. But either way, I don't want to talk about Eternals. Don't do this to me. <laughs> bringing me down, man. <laughs> don't Let's, bum me out, man. Don't bum me out like that. Um, But, I mean, you know, they at least they made a music video out of it, mm-hmm. which the scenes, you know, that which obviously is mostly just built with scenes from the movie. And Seal in front of the bat signal with his shirt wide open, the <laughs> yeah. wind blowing right through him, which all of that was directed by Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, man. Probably for pleasure more than business. <laughs> we can see his muscles rippling in the light of the bat signal. Yeah. I mean, why not? If you got someone like Seal. Yeah, he's in good shape. Uh, you know, up that sex factor, man. Yeah, you might as well. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, the song became a smash hit. Yeah. Like... It is it, it's crazy. Like it became like it was kind of like with uh what's her name with Celine Dion, you know, uh My Heart Will Go On or whatever okay. the fuck is that the same as the song? I don't know. Probably. The Titanic song. I really don't see I don't fucking I fucking hate Titanic. Um 
but like like that became a fucking smash hit. Yeah. And it's like that's just all she's got, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else Celine Dion has done. Well, uh don't want to offend any Celine Dion fans, do but it. do it. <laughs> do it. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean like I don't know. It's just one of those weird phenomena. I mean, you can't really explain that, can you? You can't explain when a song just all of a sudden blows up and yeah. it's like the only hit and the main hit that this artist has to show for themselves. Yeah. The, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure it, it helped that it was attached to a big movie, big summer movie, big summer movie, big blockbuster. Um, so it definitely got more ears on it. And so I think just from that, and obviously it, it just being a good song, <laughs> then, you know, that, that, that takes care of it. I mean, it's nuts. I mean, it was basically in multiple top singles charts, you know, that summer and just, stayed there for a while i mean seal found a great ton of success in 1996 the man won three grammy awards for best male pop vocal performance record of the year and song of the year and the album also reached like number five on the u.s top 200 charts the album his album that yeah that it was on seal too yeah so it's like it's weird because the album came out like in 94 Mm -hmm. so how does that earn album of the year Two years later, is it just one of those things where, like, if it manages to, like, sales wise, if it manages to come back, it's yeah, just maybe it's just big. Yeah, maybe. I don't really know how that works, but no, I don't know either. that's what I found fascinating because it's like, well, the songs, like, I don't know, it's weird. It's like the weirdest, like, resurgence of something that should have faded away and be done. Yeah, you know, like it, it, it's almost like uh, that with with uh, fucking Stranger Things uh, with oh yeah with uh, that Run that Hill yeah by, uh, what's her face Kate Bush yeah like. All these decades later, and it's back on like in the top charts. It's yeah. like, well, luckily that was already a hit, but like yeah. the fact that it took like almost forty years later to become a hit again yeah. is just amazing in of itself. Yeah, and it it goes to show like how 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 much of a relationship there is between music and film, or you know, like uh, a visual medium. Well, it's very symbiotic in moments like that, and yeah. like these projects when they and, come know, together. Yeah, and for like you know, you talking about that Stranger Things. Uh, uh, running up that hill, like I definitely got way into that. I never listened to Running Up That Hill before, and then after watching Stranger Things, the last season of that, um, I'm like, yeah, man, this song is awesome. And it's they integrate it so well into the movie that like it brings up emotions. Uh, I should say into the TV show that it brings up emotions um, that probably wouldn't be there without being attached to the you know uh, to the show. Same deal with I think uh, Seal. Uh, you know, it makes me think of Batman Forever. <laughs> like, I don't know if I yeah. would really listen to this song if it didn't have a connection to Batman. But because it does, I enjoy it even more, you know? I think that's kind of the the catch for me, too, yeah. is it's attached to Batman. Yeah. And you have my attention for that. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's why as a kid I was, like, so put off to it because it's a love song. And yeah. I'm not, I was not into love songs at all growing right. up. Like, I'm I'm not into that. I mean, yeah. it's just... It I'm wasn't, a boy. It, I'm a boy. I'm not into lovey-dovey crap. I want to see some guy punch another guy who I deserves it. I need some hard rockers. Yeah, I need some rock and roll for a street-fighting man. <laughs> Um, but like I said, it, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong because I enjoy this song a lot now yeah. as I am a mature adult who can have a little bit more broader taste and mm-hmm. have a better palate for these things. It's so enjoyable. It's fun. It's a fun song now. It's great. Yeah. So I, yeah. And you know what? For someone like Seal, 
you know, it it changed his life. Yeah. Like this movie <laughs> changed yeah. his life. Yeah. It's not so much the song, it's the movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Without him being featured on this, without him being asked by Joel Schumacher to be involved, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be where he's at now. And like he said mm-hmm. earlier, he's a household name. Yeah, he's uh, you know making cameos and pop star, never stop, <laughs> never stopping. I never saw that one. Uh, is that good? Uh, yeah, fun? yeah, is it yeah. funny? It is. Yeah, I, I saw it, that. saw it once, but I remember oh. liking it. And there is yeah, there's a, a seal uh, cameo. Nice. I'll have to get on that. But you know he's he's a recognizable person. Yeah. You know, and and like you said, it's kind of based off of this movie. You know, he made he made a good song, but if it, if he didn't get attached to this movie, it would have done exactly what it had done <laughs> the previous year, just been on Seal's second album and be a song that Seal would never have to sing again. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if he likes that he has to sing it every time. But I always get a kick out of like uh, certain artists or you know people that make something and initially they're like, ah, I don't like this. And yeah. then it ends up being immensely loved by everybody else. Yeah. I always get a kick out of that. Um, but Seal is grateful to Joel Schumacher for basically helping change his life. Yeah. Um, after Joel Schumacher uh, passed away, Seal paid respects to him uh, by giving him a bit of a tribute after his passing by having this to say, I love you, Joel. Thank you very much for everything that you've done for me. One day we'll meet again back home. Oh, that's nice. So there's a lot of acknowledgement. I don't know that a lot they're of both from the same place. <laughs> wow. Jeez. <laughs> of all of, of, between the two of us, I didn't think you were going to be the one that was going to go low. But all right, here we go. Uh, yeah. No, I, you know, it's a sweet thing to say. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, look, if it wasn't for Joel Schumacher, I, mean, I don't know how Joel Schumacher was familiar with him to begin with. Yeah. Maybe he enjoyed his music already. Yeah. Maybe he just oh, met him in it. passing. Who knows? Yeah. Um, or who knows? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe a friend of a friend, but the fact that, yeah, that Joel Schumacher personally asked for him to contribute a song, yeah, you know, and they, they threw him this random ass, like, I don't know what it was, it was like about like that song that mm-hmm. Seal wasn't into, but it was thrown his way. Like, Oh, for a Batman movie, you can take that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny, right? It's like, yeah. I don't know, uh, but it changed his life. It changed the trajectory of history. And, uh, it, it really propelled this soundtrack probably mm-hmm further up the charts and yeah. for success than any anything else and um, and you know gave it its its place in kind of pop history absolutely know? yeah absolutely however uh this is not the only movie that this song was featured in in this time period <gasps> it's two timing it's two time oh my god yeah it's not even the this isn't even the first movie it was featured in at the time what? it was featured in a different movie a year earlier god damn in a different franchise that definitely did not find the success for its third movie with this song in it. What movie? The Never-Ending Story Part 3. What? It came out in 94, and it's got this song in it. Wow. I mean, I, I've never watched the movie, so I don't know if it's actually featured in the movie. I think it might be, because I, I don't know if they have their own fucking soundtrack for it, but... I don't think I knew that there was a Never-Ending Story 3. I feel like I did, but it's repressed, so maybe I'm believing myself to have felt like I've known that, but I also don't really care about those movies like that, so... <laughs> yeah. Sorry for... All the never-ending story stands out there. My bad. Um, I gotta, I gotta rewatch those. I maybe I'll have a. I haven't watched them since I was a kid, and I don't remember liking it as a kid. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah. Go, it goes to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it goes yeah. to show. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> what? It goes uh, to show you what? What? We're hitting our our stone cold what's here. <laughs> we we might have, get lost. We're not even halfway through the album, man. We gotta, we get, get, we gotta get there eventually. What? <laughs> um, but no, it, it, uh, it goes to show that it really does need the right 
thing paired with it. You know, it, a song it needs, needs, it the, needs right the muscle. Visual. Yeah, it needs the muscle. Yeah, but go on. I'm sorry. Uh, that's exactly. But wait, right. that's a good it needs way. the muscle. But what? It needs muscle. What? Beef. <laughs> it needs beef. What? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you want beef? Want some beef? Oh, you don't want oh, any you beef? Want any beef? <laughs> Jared Leto Joker. Come on, man. What a joke. What a joke. Er. Ah, ah, ah. Anyways, uh, yeah. You're, you're absolutely right, though, dude. I mean, mm. it needs the marketing. It needs the... Uh, it just needs the right, yeah. I guess... It just needs the right elements to really propel it. Yeah. I and mean, like... You know, it was it was catchy enough too. I didn't know that there was a never ending story three, but I damn sure know that there was a Batman Forever. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, uh, who do you associate with this song? Uh, so, I actually think this is a song that Bruce is singing to Batman. Let me take you on a journey. Here. Please, please do. <laughs> I am. I am. I have no response to that. Um, so, uh, Bruce's depression is a graying tower alone on the sea. A graying tower alone on the sea. <laughs> that's my... <laughs> that's my... Uh, ego right there. Um, <laughs> and so uh, Batman is Bruce's uh, kiss from a rose on the gray. Uh, something that helped him deal with his parents' death and his depression and eventually becomes his power, his pleasure, his pain... His drug, that's the high and not the pill. Going through the lyrics, it's it's all that stuff. Like, used to be a grain tower alone on the sea. That's yeah, Bruce's, yeah. you know, depression. You became the light on the dark side of me. Batman kind of be, is a thing that is kind of pulling him out of going too far into just uh, a immobilizing depression. Um, let's see here. Love remained a drug that's the high and not the pill. And so I think his love for Batman is the drug that became the high and not the pill. Mm. Um, And the whole, you know, the whole song equates a relationship to uh, some kind of addiction, you know? And so I feel like Bruce's relationship with Batman is a, a an addiction in some way. You know, he he talks about going out and finding when he's talking to to Robin about going out and finding another face and another face and another face to take the pain away, but it never goes away, no matter how many people you take vengeance out on. <laughs> so he's kind of addicted to this, but it's not doing anything for him. Um, let's see here. I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the gray. The more I get of you, the stranger it feels. So the more he gets of Batman, the stranger it feels. <laughs> Uh, and now that your rose is in bloom, like kind of a fully, I guess a fully Batman, Batman. <laughs> a fully grown Batman. Yeah. A light hits the gloom on the gray. So again, it's like he's equating being Batman uh, as like a, a good thing. However, that good thing is becoming an addiction to him. That's what I got. That's what you, okay, okay. Yeah. And just, you know, like <clears throat> lines like, uh, you remain my power, my pleasure, my pain. I feel like that totally sums up a um, what Bruce would think of Batman. You know, it's it makes him powerful. It brings him pleasure to beat the shit out of, <laughs> out of these out of these villains and criminals. But it's also his pain because it's a thing that he's doing to himself to, uh, 
you know, atone for what he thinks of as him killing his parents because he took them out to that, to that play. You know, like you had mentioned the, uh, the, the thing that was dropped the, from the, the movie scene yeah, yeah. where he wanted to go to the movies. Parents didn't want to, but to appease Bruce, they went out to the movies and that's when they got killed. So yeah, I think that is just the, you know, kiss from the rose is uh, Bruce singing that to Batman. He's looking at the, at the suit. The way Affleck looks at it in BVS. I gotta get in that thing. You're killing me here. Uh, honestly, I mean that that's very that was beautiful. That was well put together, man. Good job. <laughs> Good job Appreciate on that one. I like that. That was nice. I, I don't have any uh, eloquent. Uh, I don't yeah. have any elegant way of. All okay. right, that's all right. Putting mine together, uh, just because I think it's a three way between uh, Bruce Chase. And Batman, Ooh. yeah. It's really got a lot to do with the uh, the boner dictionary line in the in the the song. <laughs> There's no boner dictionary. <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, to me, you're like a boner dictionary. Can't deny. You son of a bitch. It's not that. What is it then? It's to me, you're like a growing addiction that I can't deny. Oh, uh, that's bullshit. To me, I got a boner addiction that I can't deny. <laughs> boner dictionary. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's right. To me, I have a boner dictionary, and I can't deny. <laughs> but did you know that when it's not my boner uh, gets a large, and this dictionary <laughs> can't be seen? Just expanding <laughs> on the lore of boner dictionary, <laughs> baby. I can bear you to a kiss from a rose on the gray. Dictionary, can't it? Bruh, you, you have not, you didn't know about the boner dictionary line, did you? You didn't know about that lyric that I misheard? You didn't know, <laughs> nah, dude, that's like, that's like a whole bunch of people misheard, man. That's not a real, that's a real lyric, man. Boner dictionary, you serious? <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> he said that? Boner dictionary? Fucking asshole. <laughs> you might win a Grammy. <laughs> Not me. Fucking asshole. He says <laughs> <said> that. <laughs> oh, man. But you think it's, it's between Chase, Bruce, and Batman? Yeah, so... And what, um, show me the evidence. The show evidence. me your work. <laughs> show you my work. You damn well know I ain't got no uh, worthy uh, evidence to pose here, other than the fact that I just think that when it comes to... Um, that's just what I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I can see... Like, so I, like so you you would you say that Chase is saying that Bruce and Batman is is her power her pleasure her pain yeah yeah I mean I, I, I think that. I yeah so I mean honestly that is legitimately like how I'm kind of posing is from her point of view yeah because you know it's a matter of like her trying to understand both of them yeah one that she has more you know of a passion for the other one that is developing and it yeah. becomes you know she becomes involved. Yeah. It becomes stronger than the other thing that she was into. Yeah. So, but, and they become I one. It. Yeah. I, I, I mean, again, really no wrong answers here. Thankfully. <laughs> Except yours. That one was wrong. Oh, gee. 
Well, we'll let the people decide. The people. The people. All right. Well, you can't have an episode of uh, Batman about Batman Forever, the soundtrack, without mm-hmm. spending a good chunk of time on Kiss from a Rose. Because let's oh, be real. Yeah. That's the main event, boys and girls. Yeah. That's that's what you all came for here, kids. Yeah. Uh, but we do have other songs. Yeah. To talk about. There's still a whole soundtrack. Yeah. So stick around right now. <laughs> it's coming up right now. <laughs> so next up, we got track number five here called The Hunter Gets Captured by the Game by Massive Attack and Tracy Thorne, who I think was the, uh, that's the producer for uh, Seal. Yeah, oh, really? No, that was that Trevor Horn. Oh, Trevor Horn. I lied. It's Tracy <laughs> Thorne, Trevor Horn. Like I f- lied. Like I lie. <laughs> Anyways, I was wrong. That's not the producer, but somebody else. Um, this is actually a cover uh, by uh, you know of a song by the Marvelettes. Yes, I've never. I don't know anything about the Marvelettes. So I don't know much aside from like you know Miss uh, from Captain Marvel. Hey, Mister Postman. Oh yeah, hey, hey, hey. Nick Fury likes that song exactly. <laughs> Mr. Postman. <laughs> Mr. Postman. I got nothing. See, I'm terrible fucking lyrics. <laughs> Postman. <laughs> Postman. 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 Uh, this, mo- this song was not featured in the movie. Um, not surprisingly, I guess. Um you know, I I enjoyed the song. Yeah, uh, me too. It didn't really necessarily blow me away. Massive Attack has uh, a pretty interesting way of like uh, having a lot of songs that are so. It, it's not massively appealing. I think. Yeah. Uh, not the, no pun intended. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's not like appealing to like a lot of like you know individuals. Although that's really disrespectful to say out loud. Honestly, when I when I, when I hear myself say it, because they're <laughs> massive poppy. attack is listening to this right now. <laughs> <laughs> just gritting their teeth. Honestly, single tear rolling down their cheek. Yeah, just balled up fists. You know, getting ready to you know. Shane doesn't think us. Just ready to assert themselves. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so I mean that's kind of unfair to say because they are popular enough to have existed yeah. for like the last few decades, and I personally enjoy their music a lot, and I like mm-hmm. when they, um, you know, they they uh, they associate with other artists, and you know, like uh, with Mazzy Star with Hope Sandoval, she's the lead, mm-hmm. you know, one of the lead vocalists for that okay. uh, group, and um, like she's done a, quite a few songs with them, and they're mm-hmm. amazing, they're beautiful, you know, it's got this dark tone usually, but it's always got like this very different hip hip like you know kind of music going on yeah okay. with like their instrumentals um this was no different i, I thought this was a really fun track and it's yeah. just i don't know where it would fit if you were to put it into the movie honestly yeah. maybe maybe it's a, a you know if had they done a slow dance scene with bruce and chase yeah. at the gala that would have been maybe this would have been the song to throw in there yeah um kind of like with like susie and the banshees with face to face okay yeah. um but yeah no it's a it's a good song um I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. That's. Nice. And I hope everybody else enjoyed it too. Who do you think uh, it's representing? Two Face. Two Face. Huh? Yeah. Tell me. The hunt. I mean, it's in the title alone. The hunter gets captured by the game. Oh. I mean, the man's obsessed with hunting Batman. That becomes a game, and he gets captured. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm trying to remember specifically, like, what about the lyrics <laughs> off the top of my head? But I'm fucking off. I mean, like, lyrics. it's it's. I, I I think I think you have the start of something there. 
Well, I mean, even the opening line of like the lyric, it's like, yeah. every day brings change and the world puts on a new face. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And then sudden talk things rearrange. Yeah. Harvey. Let's talk about faces, about Harvey. two faces. Talk about your face. Sudden things rearrange and this whole world seems like a new place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Secretly, I've been tailing you like a fox that preys on a rabbit. Had to get you, and so I knew. I had to learn your ways and habits. Oh, you were the catch that I was that I was after. But I looked up and I was in your arms and I knew what I was that knew that I was captured. That one I think he's just talking about himself. <laughs> he's talking about himself. Harvey got captured by his other face. Oh. Two face. His second that's two. face. Nope. Ah. <laughs> so I don't know. That's that's you know, kind of like what I was kinda of going with. More yeah. goof, more goofy on that that response because you know I that's, see it. Yeah. yeah. Uh what about you? Um so I, I think this is a I think this is a Robin song. Yes. Okay. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Our boy Wonder. <laughs> Our boy Wonder gets featured on the soundtrack here. All right. Um, I think uh, so. Like the title of the song, "Hunter Gets Captured by the Game," is having to do with uh, Robin seeking revenge and possibly getting swallowed up by that revenge. So revenge is the game. The thing that Robin is hunting, you know, like the like, you know, you think of big game, like you know, is like lions or you know, whatever. Um, so the thing that that Robin is hunting on a on a you know metaphorical level is uh, revenge. He's hunting Two Face, but it's he's really looking for revenge. And so, uh, you know, in the chorus. Uh, What's this old world come? What's this old world coming to? Things just ain't the same. Anytime the hunter gets captured by the game, so Robin is looking to, uh, uh, you know, seek revenge on on Two Face. But if he doesn't watch himself, he's gonna get captured by the game that he's after. He's gonna be captured by revenge. And again, going back to what Bruce says, you're gonna go off into the night and kill again and again and again. And think of that each time you kill somebody, it's you're gonna, you know, finally capture the game. <laughs> you're actually gonna, you know, get the thing that you're looking for. But really what's happened is that it's gotten it's, you it's getting and you. you're serving it now. You go and get got. Yeah, you done got got. <laughs> done got got. Okay. Yeah. Um I can dig that. And it's I think I think it's maybe just that chorus is what uh kind of clued me into that. Um Let's see here. So there's a new place. I think they've been trailing you like a fox. So it's all just like that first verse. I feel like is talking about Robin going after Two Face. Um, let's see here. Every day things change and the world puts on a new face. Huh? Face? <laughs> oh, uh, face. <laughs> face. No. Face. Face. <laughs> <laughs> Certain things rearrange and this old world seems like a new place. Uh, so his Things got rearranged. His parents and brother, family died, and now the whole world is new. He has to, have, he has to live in a whole new. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The the world, environment, a whole new life, world. <laughs> environment, life, <laughs> paradigm. He has a whole new paradigm ah, now. Going for um, a fancy word here. Fancy word. Uh, let's see here. Let's see, you were the catch that I was after, but I looked up and I was in your arms and I knew I had been captured. So again, Robin is going after revenge. 
then he looks up and he's in Revenge's arms. He's been captured by Revenge. Oh. I was going to say Alfred caught him. <laughs> well, Alfred. Alfred does catch him in a certain way. But yeah, I don't know. We, we can keep going through all these, but that's, that's the, the basic gist. <laughs> I, 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 got, I, got your, I got your point. I got your point on that one. I got your point on that one, buddy. Next up. Oh, yeah. Next up, I've got here uh, Nobody Lives Without Love by, is it Eddie Reader or is it Edie Reader? I don't know. I didn't care to like try it that hard to yeah. search. I wanted I to say Eddie. Yeah, I was going to go with Eddie. It's like spelled E-D-D-I. And then Reader. Like a book reader. That's right. Uh, this song is not featured in the movie, and it's probably my least favorite track on the whole soundtrack, to be honest. I'm not into this one. Um, it's a little too uh, soft for me, which is saying a lot because of we just spent a good half hour talking about <laughs> Kiss <laughs> for Rose. Rose. Uh, and I'm just going to jump to it. I think it's about Bruce Wayne, and that's all I got. I'm not going to say why or why I defend it. I think... <laughs> I just got a feeling. <laughs> it's got a feeling it's about Bruce Wayne. Um, and I think I'll just go ahead and give you like this little bit of the lyrics at least. Yeah. Just a little to do my part, to give to give my part of this. Uh, specifically this portion that says, nobody lives without love. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets to give up. You can try to lock your heart away, but love will come back for you someday. Nobody lives without love. 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 True love. <laughs> True love. True love. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what, uh, you, you said it's 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 about Bruce? Yeah. Okay. It's about yeah. Bruce Wayne. Bruce. Espa. <laughs> Another rooster in the hen house. Um, I agree with you. <laughs> are we on the same page? We are. Finally. Uh, so this is a, a song to me. This is Bruce, and he's singing it to Chase. <laughs> um, basically, the note that I have here says that uh, let's see here, Bruce is lost in Batman slash depression, and he's found by Chase. Um, and basically, uh, you know, Bruce is saying, "It seems like I've gone off the side of a mountain. Couldn't be sure I was even alive." Fallen from the icy heights, landed with a broken cry, falling into the back cave. Um, oh. <laughs> in this valley of shadow and sorrows and sighs in the back cave. You know, when he falls when he's a kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can you save me, baby? Uh, it's spelled a B-A-Y-B-E. <laughs> of course. Of course it is. <laughs> um, so, you know, kind of looking towards Chase to see if she can help him out. He's, you know, gone to her for counsel on on his uh trauma and on these you know waking mm-hmm. dreams that he's been having um and again nobody lives without love like what you had gone over nobody gets to give up you can try to lock your heart away but love will come back for you someday nobody lives without love so that's kind of just like a maybe just like a, a thing that he tells himself <laughs> or something that he's like starting to feel now that he's seen uh chase thought i could live my life as a stranger hide from the heartbreak that love always brings Make it to higher ground and try to turn the volume down. Couldn't stop the sirens from singing. Sing for me, baby. So uh, live his life as a stranger. You know, he is a loner. He's a kind of a, a recluse. He doesn't really, um, as Batman, he really only has Alfred with him. Um, so he's, you know, he, he, he's pulled himself away from being part of society, you know. Um, 
let's see here, make it to higher ground and try to turn the volume down. You know, basically that kind of stuff, make it to higher ground, maybe could be something like he views uh, being Batman as doing something more noble than uh, himself, you know, something that is on higher ground. <laughs> so he's trying to make it to higher ground by being Batman. Um, and to, to try and turn the volume down would be to like try to silence his thoughts, you know, that he has as, <laughs> as the bad thoughts that he has. He becomes Batman to the, the, the bad, with that. the bad thoughts. Yes. The bad thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it, it does that chorus again. Um, there we go. So there it is. It's, it's Bruce talking to Chase, just saying, Hey, I love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's exactly what it is. <laughs> I love you, baby. 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 Well, next up on track number seven, we've got Tell Me Now by Mazzy Star. I dug this track. It's not featured in a movie at all either. I don't know where you would fit this in. Uh, I'm a Mazzy Star fan, so I do enjoy this one. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was nice. It's melodic. You know, it's yeah. dark. 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 And it's no fade into me, but it does the job for me, you know? <laughs> um, how about you? How, did you enjoy this one? Um, I'm trying to remember how this one goes. <laughs> Sounds like a no. <laughs> That's right. No. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. This was fine. <laughs> <laughs> then, then lay it on me. Who do you think this was related to then? Who do you, you um, connect this with? Two-Face. Ah. I'm saying Two-Face on this one. Um. And I think the only reason I did, here in my notes, I have just a line from the song. Hey, it's between myself and me. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing that maybe was telling me it, it might be about Two-Face. Um, I think, let's see here. Tell me now, three days of spirits. Tell me now, I'm here like a spell that's been burying me to drive, I think. Hmm. Oh, so uh, spirits tell me now that there are three days in a week. I think this is, uh, let's see, did I make it so I can't speak? Make it so I can't speak while I'm here. I'm just just trying to figure out here. I'm just trying to figure out why. (laughs) 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 Your queer speed ring the lyrics like, the the hell, why did I relate this to two days? What the hell? You could have just left it at that one piece of diet, like that one little line. You could have left it at that and be like, that was it. That's all. Well, there was some other stuff in Oh, this. (laughs) You made me snort laugh. Eyes of blue, sea of red, Mm -hmm. take me to where I've never been dead. So, eyes of blue, I think, is Harvey. Sea of red is Two Face. Yeah. Uh, Take me to where I've never been dead. Mm -hmm. What the hell does that mean? Take me to where I've never been dead is, yeah, I don't know, man, I'm losing it here. <laughs> that you are, that you are, buddy. Well, uh, you know, uh, two birds of a feather. Is that a phrase? Yes. I think it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also aligned this with Two-Face as well. Oh, sweet. Um, mostly for the very same lyrics that you were trying to <laughs> spit out there. Uh, I'm not going to waste any more time on that, but... Uh, <laughs> It is, It is like, lyrically, there are things that definitely just match up more thematically with Two-Face in a literal way when you think about it. You know, mm-hmm. like you said, the blue eyes, Harvey, 
cr- you know, the crimson. Yeah. Sea of uh, red. Sea of red. You know, like, yeah, that, that's, that's two face. And then obviously like, you know, between myself, you know, or it's a, it's a very lonely place between myself. It's a, it's lonely between myself. It's a lonely place. And yeah. And the rest. Whoosh. But no, yeah, I, I think that's that's you know, <laughs> as yeah, much as we're gonna get out of it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I just, Again, we're trying to we're trying to uh, uh, fit these uh, uh, square pegs into a, a round hole. Uh, not to get too sexual on you, but <laughs> why? Why would you get so sexual? Why, here? why would you do that? You know, <laughs> I'm so into square things. <laughs> square things. Well, either way, uh, no, I mean, uh, aside from our lackluster. Uh, attempt at trying to put over Mazzy Star, uh, at least with this song and whatnot. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's not featured in a movie. Probably okay that it's not. Yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, we both think it's about Two-Face. There you go. Tell us, uh, tell us what you think. You think you're better than us? Try what? and fight us. <laughs> Come on. Do it. Do it. Next up, though, we got Smash It Up by The Offspring. Smash it up. Smash it up. Smash it up. It up. Also featured in the movie. Um... Mm-hmm. The first part of uh, Dick Grayson's joyriding adventure in the Batmobile, you'll hear it. Um, this is a cover, um, you know, from uh, originally from The Damned. Yeah. I don't listen to The Damned, so yeah. that's all I got. I remember seeing a, a performance of them on uh, this old TV show called The Old Grey Whistle Test. I had a, a DVD that had just like a bunch of performances from this thing that was like in England, I think, The Old Grey Whistle Test. Hmm. It was like a, you know, like a, a music tv show where people come on and, and would perform and they perform this song they perform smash it up nice and the uh the guy like tapes the singer like tapes the uh uh microphone to his hand <laughs> <laughs> and uh i don't know it was a cool it was a cool performance uh, they're uh, forgive me because i i definitely don't i'm not overtly familiar with the damn but they're they're a punk rock group right yeah okay that sounds bunch about right punkers. bunch of punkers bunch of dirty greasy <laughs> punk rockers punks that's right. Uh, I associated uh, associated this with Dick Grayson. Yes. Because it's his scene that's yeah. featured in, and uh, <laughs> yeah. he's a punk. The he's punk a punk-ass punk bitch. <laughs> Coming out to some punk music. That's right. Bruce. Um, it should have been you. <laughs> you were there. You did nothing. If Bruce Wayne could have given his life for your family. He would have. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I, I, I'm of the same mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is a, this is a Robin Dick Grayson song, and it has to do, all totally to do with just the fact that it's you know a, a punk song about you know smash it up. It's all anger, and you know that's kind of what uh, what I'm sorry what Dick is doing at this moment is mm-hmm. that he's just angry. He's pretty much taken the the batmobile out to lashing out yeah to, to me to be rebellious and for me he's kind of going out to look for a fight you know when yeah he, when he when he goes out and he's he's go he goes to the bad part of town pretty much which is i guess all of gotham but it looks like he's in a worse part of gotham than <laughs> what we've seen in some other spots and yeah he's just looking just looking to to fight somebody smash uh, it up if you will and this is before Bruce gives him the whole pep talk of like, then there's another face, yeah. and another face, and another face, and another face. And sometimes you get two faces for one. Like <laughs> what you got going on with two face right now? <laughs> you two face? I'm four face. 
so yeah, yeah. At least we're, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. We got that. It's a, it's a good, it's a cool song too. It's fun. It's a fun one. Yeah, it is. I've enjoyed busting out like out like now the weather's getting better around here. <laughs> I've enjoyed having my windows open, playing some uh, offspring, up. and then. Oh, ooh, ooh. Smash it up! Smash, smash it up. up! Yeah. Yes, smash it up, please. But then next up, there is a <laughs> light. I love this song. This is a really By good song. By Nick Cave. <laughs> Nick Cave. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I've I've grown to enjoy this one too. Yeah, yeah this this one's pretty fun. It's uh, a real grimy song. I like it. Yeah. Um, not featured in the movie. Uh, too bad. Yeah, this could have fit somewhere. This could have fit. This could have fit exactly where I think we're both thinking here. If I think I know what you're thinking, if you think what I'm thinking. Oh shit, maybe I'm thinking what you're thinking. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think I'm thinking what you think I'm thinking. If what I'm thinking, you're thinking. You think? I think. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> this is a Batman song. Oh no, I'm not thinking that. <laughs> 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 you could say we're of two minds on the subject. Fucking fail. All right. <laughs> um, so you think it's a Batman one, huh? I mean, yeah, it's light yeah, shining. It. It's light. Tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about it. I'm the worst person to tell you about it. I mean, come on, it's in the uh, the whole course of itself. <laughs> there is a light that shines over this city tonight. There is a light that shines over this city tonight. Let it shine. Come on, it's all about the bat signal. <laughs> <laughs> That Come does on. fit. That's the bat signal. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. It's the bat signal. You know it's about the bat signal. Don't I definitely... bullshit me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that, that lines up with it. That's good. <laughs> I'll line up with you. <laughs> uh, for me, this is a Two-Face song. Oh, is it now? Yeah. Okay, okay. Lay it on me. So the, the, um, the verse is... One, the, the song itself is real sleazy sounding to me. You know, it's like very, um, it sounds like a, like a person out to get their kicks, you know? Um, very hedonistic. Um, <laughs> and so like in the first verse, it's, hey there, sugar, where are you going to go? I'm going downtown, daddy-o. What are you going to do when you get there, girl? I'm going to get messed up in a God-shaped can, hole. Can I request that you sing it in the way that the lead does? <laughs> I, I, I can't think of how he's singing it. <laughs> I'm going to get messed up in a God-shaped hole. Hey, Mr. Hophead, what you going to do? I don't know how, <laughs> that's how he says it. <laughs> I don't know. A little um, scatting maybe, I don't know. Going downtown for some bad juju. You're going to go downtown too, Mr. Gigolo? Damn right I am, daddy So, like, this is, like, in my head, this is almost like Harvey talking to Two-Face, you know? Mm-hmm. Or okay. Harvey talking to Big Bad Harv. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. Head. So, it's, like, yeah, just the duel, like, you know, it's... Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then, basically, basically agreeing with him, like, the Harvey side is, you know, because this... Two Face doesn't really have like a good side, you know. They're, he he's not really in conflict with himself. Um, that's true. They they yeah, that's something we completely missed probably in like the last yeah. episode where it's like we didn't really address that. Yeah. This is a very one sided Two Face character. Yeah. It's not conf- conflicted with right and wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I feel like Harvey's really just kind of gone all in on on Two Face, um, and. Uh, uh, the 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 chorus. There's a light that shines on the city. Light that shines over the city. Let it shine. 
actually that, that you mentioned that it's the, the bat signal that could be, you know, very much just him like looking at that, like, yeah, bring it on Batman, you know, let's, let's go for it. Um, to me, it's like, you know, he sees all the, the bad things that happen in the city. Um, in the second verse here too, high roller, where are you going to go? Where real high rollers roll real dough. So like gambling. Hey, Mr. Killer, man, what you going to do? Me and Mr. Death are going downtown too. Uh, ain't there one God-fearing citizen about? They're all holed up and they ain't coming out. What about Mr. Preacher to forgive us of our sins? Not that carrion crow with blood on his chin. Uh, and Mr. Politician, can't he lend a hand? He's too busy sucking on the guts of this town. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So it's basically... It's basically the opening monologue that Two-Face Yeah, has. kind of, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a thing that I think Harvey would have seen uh, as DA. He would have seen all, all this bad shit that happens in, in Gotham and that he prosecutes. But now as Two-Face, he's embracing it and he's going kind of all in on it and he okay. sees all the stuff and he's he's going for it okay okay so, all right okay. that's right that's okay, where david. I land on that all right david okay i got you david okay <laughs> oh, cur- oh, cur- <laughs> what <laughs> get out of here man get out of here with that miss me with that bullshit come on all right that was good that was a good one okay thank you gotcha gotcha all right next up Track number 10, The Riddler. <laughs> it's The Riddler. It's The Riddler by Method Man. That's right. Um, not featured in the movie. Also nope. seems like a missed opportunity that could have been used. Uh, yeah. Probably any scene with bing, The Riddler. Bing, 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 yeah. Bing, bing, bing. And uh, this was, uh, of course, you know, hey, um, what more needs to be said? Wu-Tang forever. Hey, protect your neck. Protect your neck. Uh, this was produced by RZA. Oh, nice. So, you know, Wu-Tang just sticking together, man. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I think it goes without saying that this is about the Riddler. I have one note. Uh-oh. And it just says, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you dumb? <laughs> yeah, man. This is totally a Riddler I mean, song. It's, it's, just, it's, Riddler it's called song. the Riddler. And he, he, he talks about, about puzzles. Yeah. He talks about, like, you know, masterminding shit. And There's um a, a couple of things in some of these uh, songs. It's not in every song, but... There is a a theme of like mental health in a bunch of the songs that comes up, and I think it happens in this one too. He mentions about you know, I think he might say mental health or something or like mental problems, um, which is such a big aspect of of the movie itself. You know, with Chase being a, a psychiatrist, and this is the one that really has uh, Bruce dealing with um, his actual trauma. You know, actually dealing with the. Uh, um, repercussions of that and trying to integrate both the halves of his, his duality, you know, his Batman and his Bruce trying to get them together, you know, I mean, we can go through the lyrics, but it's all just basically describing riddles and, and Riddler stuff. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just Riddler stuff. It's just literally describing riddles. <laughs> it, and I mean, like one of the things here, it's just like, it's like one of those things where it's like almost describing the movie. Searching for the dark night, lurking in the shadows of the city. He roll with Jiggy. I don't know what that means. <laughs> My crime committee robbing every Gotham piggy bank blind. Well, you know, Two-Face and yeah, Riddler go on that crime spree. Getting some business capital yeah. for Enigma tech. Yeah. 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 Well. So it's it pro- probably the the most literal of all the songs. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah, like, yeah. it's Riddler, man. It says it right in the title. It literally says it in the title. <laughs> 
Well, next up here, we've got The Passenger by Michael Hutchins. Yeah. So another song that is not featured in the film. Uh, don't really think it would fit either way, yeah. personally. Um, it's a cover by Iggy, uh, from, you know, of an Iggy pop song. Yeah. So. I'm, I was familiar with The Passenger. The Passenger. <laughs> another cover. How many, co- oh, God, that's like, what, three, this is the third cover Is that now? the third cover? Yeah, one, two, and then... Um, Three, yeah, because the Marvelettes, yeah. So okay, this yeah. is the third cover so there far on this uh, on this album. People couldn't be bothered to come up with their own songs. <laughs> <laughs> As a musician, how does that make you feel? <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> That's fine. Um, yeah, I, I was familiar with the Iggy Pop. I um, I wasn't familiar with the Michael Hutchins version here. You, the only uh, it's funny because like growing up. Uh, I definitely did not listen to Iggy Pop growing up at yeah. all. Yeah. Like, at all. Same here. Is that bad? No. Okay, cool, because I don't really know how... I don't know if I'm supposed also, to... Re- yes. I don't know if I'm supposed to revere him. Like, I fucking love David Bowie, but I don't yeah. know if I'm supposed to care about Iggy Pop. Um, That's up to you. That's up to you and your God. <laughs> <laughs> Make your peace with you and your God when Iggy Pop meets you. Um... But my first time hearing a, a version or a cover of The Passenger was mm. by the Deftones. Mm. So. I am a passenger. Man, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> um, Who do you think this is? I think it's Robin. He's the sidekick. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah? Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Try to pull so much out of me. <laughs> Came here with low effort, man. <laughs> Isn't it good enough that I got a name? <laughs> this is what I think it is. Tell me more. <laughs> why? 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 All right, fine. I'll tell you more. <laughs> All right. Get into the car. We'll be the passenger. We'll ride through the city tonight. See the city's ripped backsides. We'll see the bright and hollow sky. We'll see the stars that shine so bright. Oh, stars made for us tonight. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead yeah. and go on a on a whim and say it's when they, you know, uh, yeah. go fight crime. Yeah, that's all I got. That makes man. sense. Look, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. This this it feels it feels more out of place than I think any of the other characters. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I'm not. I don't really correlate this song with anybody else, or even with Robin at the strongest point. Yeah. Maybe if there was an actual image of Robin, you know, in the Batmobile with Batman, not just Joy running his Dick Grayson, <laughs> college, college student, student. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a much more different version of how I feel confident <laughs> about that. But he's a sidekick. He's the passenger in the Batmobile. That's that's yeah. that's what I'm I'm leaning on right now. There we go. I mean, it makes sense, dude. Yeah, like I said, there's you know there's multiple ways that these can be interpreted because these songs weren't meant to be Batman and Robin songs. <laughs> you know, these weren't meant to be. You know, you know this passenger was uh, the passenger was written in the seventies. You know, it's Smash It Up was written in the seventies. This is they're trying to you know bring something in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for me, it was uh, the Riddler. It's the Riddler. Riddler. It's the Riddler. It's the Riddler. <laughs> um. My, uh, one of my notes here is that the Riddler is a passenger with anybody that uses the box, and he mm. sees Gotham scars and all. So when he, you know, we see the city's ripped backsides, that's what he's seeing. Um, that's really good. That's actually a pretty good one, buddy. Thank you. And it looks good to him. That's one of the things those, in here. Those, ba- those <laughs> so looks good, yeah. And the music itself is like kind of more menacing to me. Mm. Um, like it's more like on a prowl kind of sound, I think if I'm remembering it right. Um, But yeah, it's like basically 
I, I I have a feeling that this is an actual like a heroin song. <laughs> I think it's like Iggy it's Pop. It's actually about heroin. I think oh, so. Man. I think it's Iggy Pop getting you know high and then basically becoming a passenger in his own body. You know? Oh yeah. Okay. He's just kind of watching stuff. Maybe. Um, yeah. And I seeing all like know. the seedy parts of the city and seeing all like the worst spots because you have to yeah. interact with that to get your drugs. Um, but I think for Riddler, his drug is the box, and uh, he's. He's uh, everybody's passenger. Yeah, that's true. Just addicted to learning about everybody's uh, sexual fantasies. <laughs> and little white lies. That's right. Credit card numbers. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. There you go. The passenger. The passenger. Uh, next up, we got Crossing the River <laughs> by the Devlins. Yeah. Uh, not featured in the movie, and uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a huge. I was fan not of a fan one. of this one, and I'm just gonna jump yeah. to it. I think it's Chase Meridian. End of story. <laughs> End of story. No, <laughs> no explanation needed. No explanation. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give you a little something. Okay, I'll give you a little something. Yeah, just because I'm I'm a nice guy like that. <laughs> it's because I'm a I'm a nice guy. That's right. Like that's right. Um, so couple things here so it's like uh part of the lyrics here we got looking into your eyes mm-hmm. i'm crossing the river to get to you i'm crossing the- no fuck that lyric it's you have the longing of a broken heart shined your light in a room that was frozen dark so i think it's like her kind of assessing bruce wayne basically yeah. once she kind of gets to really once she knows who he is yeah similar to you for me i said i said uh bruce to chase as opposed to chase to bruce uh bruce is crossing the river of his trauma to get to chase mm. that's what i have here because uh, there there's that imagery of in the song of you know crossing the song is crossing a river <laughs> to get to you <laughs> so he has to get, get over that which i i think is like his his all his hang-ups and his you know trauma that he has to uh, process um and the reason I think it's Bruce to chase is because something tells me I can trust in you. Uh, there's no pretense in the things that you do, although there's pretense in the things that he does because he's, <laughs> he's Batman. He's pretending to be uh, a, a cool Bruce Wayne dude. A cool Bruce Wayne dude. But he's Wayne really a dude. broken Batman. Just a broken Batman. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. You had the longing of a broken heart, shined your light. In a room that was frozen dark, so Chase is shining her light into a room that was that was what do you say dark? <laughs> into you know Bruce's life that was dark. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this one. <laughs> yeah, it's like probably although, my, my second least favorite song on the uh, soundtrack. Although I, I do have to say, like I can I can hear the the chorus in my head. Crossing the river. So, yeah. I mean, that's something. I guess so. If it's, I mean, like, it's got I, you hooked. I, don't, I don't know what the Mazzy Star thing is. And I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's because it's, it's too deep for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on here. We got uh, track oh, number yeah. 13. Dude, this one, this was a tough one for me. Yeah. I couldn't, it took me a while to try to figure out what I wanted to do, who, uh, who it was. Yeah, this one. Yeah, this one was like I don't know who I could get to, but I think I was able to lean towards somebody logically yeah. a little bit. Who'd maybe you, who, who'd you who'd you do? Well, first I gotta tell people what the song is. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the song is simply called. Forgive me. 
it's a numeral. It's a numeral here. It's a. It's called eight. Like the number eight. Track thirteen is actually eight. That's right. What a missed opportunity to put this on <laughs> track four. <laughs> Double your pleasure. Because when you times it by two, yeah, becomes eight. Uh, but it's a uh, eight by Sunny Day Real Estate. Not featured in the movie. For good reason. Probably for good reason. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm associating this one more with uh, Bruce Wayne. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, even though there is a duality element, that's what I'm kind of leaning mm. towards here. Because yeah. it's the whole, who can, dis- with this lyric here, it's, uh, it, it says, who can decide, who uh, will I decide, set in stone to split the night that I bring pain? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I feel like the obvious idea is, once again, playing with the duality uh, themes of Batman Forever. Yeah. That this might lean towards Two-Face, and perhaps it does. Perhaps for mm. you, that's who you got. I don't know. We'll find out in a bit. But I'm leaning towards, you know, to that this is a Bruce Wayne Batman-centric theme song. Yeah. Because it does kind of come down to, like, how is he going to spend his evening as Bruce Wayne, spending time with Chase mm. Meridian, or is he going to go out there fighting another faceless criminal yeah. after another faceless criminal? Yeah. Okay. Who's winning that internal fight? What is he going to do? Stay in or go out? Right. Yeah. I buy that. How about them apples? I like them apples. I like to say applesauce to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Applesauce. Yeah. Applesauce. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. It's That's hunting what's season. Up. Well, David, it's hunting. <laughs> That's right, baby. Um, this one was like really hard for me to try to figure out because like to me, these lyrics make no sense. Um, listening to the music itself the music itself is a little off kilter. Like it sounds like somebody going crazy. So to me, it sounds like the Riddler after his mind has been destroyed uh, from the, from the box, you know, that's his brain on the box. (laughs) Does anyone else feel like a Friday? Um, He did after that. He did. He did. He looked Um, like one too. So like, to me, like the lyrics are just like, uh, little snippets of things that might be running in his head, mm. and because uh, it, it 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 all seems so, um, like not a there there's not a um, a clear idea to me going through <laughs> the lyrics. Um, like you did, like you said, you mentioned there was like a duality kind of thing. There is like the whose side are you on? Which side are you on? Uh, silence near the battle cry, hollow victory. There is kind of that, you know, what side you're on. Are you on, two, you know, the bad side, Riddler and Two Face? Are you on the good side with Batman? Um, but to me, it, this sounds like the ramblings of something that's going on in somebody that has like completely lost touch with reality, as uh, as happened to Mr. Enigma at the end of Batman Forever. Mr. E. Enigma, Edward, Edward Enigma. Enigma. <laughs> oh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Alfred Don. <laughs> Solid, man. I mean, at least you, you kind of made, uh, you know, chicken salad out of chicken shit there for a bit, so. <laughs> and you know I love a chicken shit salad. <laughs> really? No. Fine, I'll do it. I'll eat the shit. Fine, I'll eat the hunk of shit. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Last, but certainly oh, not least. certainly not uh, least. Man, I've, you know, like, look, out of. Now, like, if you out all of, thought that Kiss from a Rose was the centerpiece. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I mean, it's, it, it's the centerpiece. The que- although I will pose that this is the number two best song on the entire <laughs> soundtrack, in my opinion. Yeah, in my humbled opinion, and that is uh, "Bad Days" by the Flaming Lips. You're sorta stuck, stuck where you are. But in your dreams, you can buy expensive cars or live on Mars and have it your way. And you hate your boss at your job. Well, in your dreams, you can blow his head off. Bang, bang. In your dreams, show no mercy. That's the whole song, pretty much. It's basically the whole song. That's and then basically it's, and then the it's whole all your bad days will end. It's, I mean, and, it, and it's featured in a movie, and it's uh, when you go back to Edward Nigma's like uh, his apartment, basically, or something. It's his yeah. works. Yeah, what I'm getting back to his. I guess that's his apartment. That's what I'm going to say. His apartment yeah. with very limited workspace. Yeah, and uh, I mean, uh, what more could be said? I mean, this is about Edward Nigma. Yeah, like totally. those lyrics. Yeah, literally Completely. take place after he killed his fucking boss. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> what more can be said? Yeah. That, that's that's it. That's that that was that, like yeah. that's the perfect cap off it to this whole soundtrack. Yeah, completely describes uh, uh, Ed's <laughs> situation. You know, it's perfect. A, it's a fun song, and it's uh, it's a really it's a really cool like mellow song. Yeah, that has a very like you it know, always stuck out to me in the in the yeah. movie. You know, yeah, like just the whole opening line, like you. Sort of <laughs> yeah, stuck, stuck where, where you, you are. are. I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's also just a good song on its own, you know. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's I, felt this way. I feel like you know. I think so. Even even you know, the even homicidal. the flaming lips <laughs> like this song. <laughs> Can you believe it? Can you believe it? The flaming lips like their own song. I don't know. <laughs> um, great song. It is I, a fun song, and I think it was used correctly in the right place, the yeah. right time. And, and honestly, like it's one of the five songs that made it in the movie, and rightfully so. Yeah. And it's a shame that there were. I mean, it's a shame that they didn't want to feature more songs mm-hmm. in the movie to try and give the album a little bit more of a boost. Yeah. Because I was thinking about it, like, man, I mean, there was more songs from the Prince album, I think, that made it into the Batman movie. Yeah, I think you're right. Because what they had, the future. They had the future. They had Party Man. Party Man. Uh, I think they had Electric Chair was playing. Electric Chair. Uh. Scandalous. Scandalous. Trust. Trust. I feel like there's like at least one or two more. Yeah. I don't think they put Bad Dance in it. No, no Bad Dance. No Lemon Crush. Yeah. Oh, um, it's like during the casino scene, there was like another song too. I forget which I thought, one. I thought that's where they were playing um, the Electric fe- Chair. Electric Chair? Oh, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, it feels like there was more of Prince featured. And yeah. I think the significance of that is it's one artist being yeah. featured. Yeah. Uh, whereas you have various artists, so trying to pinpoint like that one that you know kind of gets to stand out. Yeah. Is tough. Yeah. Um, if I had to reference a more modern movie that kind of does something to put focus on one song or one artist for like a theme, I would go with like you know Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two with the chain mm. with Fleetwood Mac. That's featured twice in the same movie. Yeah. Two different scenes. So I mean, there's a focal point on that, yeah, and there's a little bit more familiarity and, and focus on it. So yeah, hence focal point. <laughs> uh, you son of a bitch! I don't know, but there it is, guys. There it is. That's the Batman Forever soundtrack, and that's our thoughts on who each uh, character is in this. 
yeah, a little fun little Every, uh, uh, little fun little fun journey to just have, you know, and, while uh, listening to like, you know, music like it's kind of like something you could challenge yourself with with almost any movie with yeah. various artists on it. It's like, well, who does this song represent? Yeah. What does it represent? It was really fun to to go through and like th- this actually made me appreciate Batman Forever even more. Like trying to assign some kind of deeper meaning in these songs <laughs> to certain characters made me think about the characters um a little bit more uh deeper than what I, you know, normally would think of you know it, yeah it definitely gives me like another uh layered and loving uh kiss from a rose to think that it's actually batman singing it you know like it's, it's bruce singing to himself dealing with being batman just have val kilmer singing that to himself <laughs> <laughs> that would be something oh imagine i imagine that uh we're gonna have to cover the batman robin soundtrack someday so we're definitely gonna have to do the same maybe some problematic uh people in that one but. that would be a toughie <laughs> oh god yeah 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 but what a great song though. it is a great song <laughs> but we'll get we'll, we'll get talk there. about that yeah, someday we'll, we'll talk about that someday but uh guys thank you so much for uh joining us on another journey into uh the music of batman into the uh, film structure of things. Um, yeah, man. Um, what are we talking about next, though? Do you even remember? Do you know what we're even talking about? Huh? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if? Oh, that's right. Well, no, no. <laughs> no, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I said what if, and I had me worried. Like, wait, where do you think I'm going with this? <laughs> what if what? Wait, wait, what do you think I'm talking about? Well, what if two characters <laughs> from two oh. different universes... All of a sudden got amalgamated <gasps> into one character. Wow. What does that mean? That means the two characters become one. <laughs> they get blended wow. into each other. Wow. What a word. <laughs> amalgamated. Amalgamated. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> They've all been amalgamated. But what the hell are we talking about? What are we talking about? We're talking about The Adventures of Dark Claw. Yes. So our next episode is going to be about Dark Claw, which is a character, as David said, is a combination of two fan favorites. Um, You know, the number one topic that this whole entire series is about, Batman. The dark part. That's right. When when he's not so much teamed up, when he is forming together with another (laughs) character... Snick, snick. Wolverine. The Wolverine. The claw That's part of it. right. The best there is at what he does. And, and what, what he does, does ain't pretty. Pretty? Is it ain't nice? <laughs> no, it's not ain't nice. I don't know. Fuck. I fucked that up. I'm sorry. I yeah. should have just let uh, you Yeah, say yeah, yeah. Well, hey, do. you know what? What are the chances? What are the chances? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure we're going to get schooled and boned to death or stoned to death all that stuff to death um yeah guys we're gonna be talking the adventures of dark claw which is an amalgamated character of batman and wolverine part of the amalgam universe that's right the amalgam universe when marvel and dc hooked up and uh try to do a, a weird mesh of ideas yeah with a lot of their both of their original characters in certain forms or another you're gonna learn all about it in our next episode of the chemical syndicate david you know what I gotta ask you, man. Yeah. Where can the people the people find us on social medias? Well, sorry for the uh, car horn outside. Yeah, someone's trying to steal my someone's ride. Trying to steal <laughs> <Jane's> ride. <laughs> I fucking hate your block, man. Give us, just give I us hate a your moment. block. 
Everybody's trying to steal my shit. They can because they know you got nice shit. I got nice shit, man. I got a nice shit. <laughs> all right, we're worried. Oh, tell, wait, the, wait, tell wait. the people where we're at. Tell the people. So at. you can find us uh, across all social medias at Chem Syndicate. That's right, C H E M S Y N D I C A T E. That's right. Little Lex Luthor for you. Mm. Oh. <laughs> That's right, guys. You can find us on the Twitters, the Facebooks, and the Instagrams. We're even on YouTube, although we don't do a lot on YouTube yet. And uh, we're not on TikTok yet. Not yet. Or maybe ever. I don't fucking know. We'll, we'll figure that out later. But yes, please follow us, support us. Um, tell us what you think of the Batman Forever soundtrack. Yeah, tell us who you think each and, of these songs represent. Yeah, tell us how you feel about all this music, all this fantastic, all these, you know, this time capsule of, of, a, of an album. Yeah. Mid nineties. It's, uh, it really is like, gonna... honestly, I really feel like it's pure nineties. This yeah. whole entire album. It's, it's, it's kind of now just a that's really... what I call a Batman soundtrack. <laughs> ah, and on that note, guys, volume three, volume three. This <laughs> <laughs> is catch me. I'm like volume three. Anyways, on that note, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please tune in next time. We'll be back. All right, take care. We love you. Bye. Bye.